Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And Tom, are you stoned right now? Or, and, and we're booksmen. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm I'm drunk, that's all. Yeah, me too. My wife yeah. just asked me how... I'm drinking wine out of a can, mm-hmm. and I was talking to her between recordings, and she asked me how much alcohol was in these wine cans. And? But you know what? This is our version of a book club. You know how yeah. ladies get together and they're like, "Oh, we taught. Oh, we had a book club, and we uh, yeah, we drank wine." Exactly. That's you. You're having a book club and drinking wine. Now you're exactly. the lady. Now I'm the lady. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's fine. Everybody loves it. Um. Every- yeah. Um. No. I'm just. I've. I've had a few beers. I think it might be the lag in our um, internet connection. I cannot wait till we can start doing these um, in person again. You know what? I should have mentioned this to you off the air, but uh, I was talking with HeadGum people today, and I forgot. I totally meant to ask, like, hey, when can we get back in that studio? They don't subscribe to this because this is its own thing. Wait, you this meant is to outside tell me- the man's control. So you meant to tell me that you forgot to ask the headcom people when we could go back to the studio? Yeah, I forgot to tell you that I forgot to ask. <laughs> and then you thought that was worth bringing up on, on this? Tim, it's a little behind-the-scenes peek at how the Complete Guide to Everything operates. Yeah, I, w- I would like to um, record in person again. Again, I think it was the, the lag in our, our, mm-hmm. our video conferencing software. I'm not going to give them a plug, Tom. Yeah. I'm not going to give them the... Sa- <laughs> I'm not going to give old Steve Jobs the satisfaction of plugging his products here. Um, a bunch of people are listening to this and they're like, well, Android phone, you're going in the garbage. I need FaceTime. It's what Tim and Tom use. Um, but... Uh, it seemed like you've I, I I said the intro and then you waited a while as if like you oh, didn't realize yeah, it was that was your probably, turn to talk. That was probably the lag, Tim. Although nowadays pot's legal in New York, so that wouldn't be you know, you wouldn't get me arrested over that accusation. I know Not that's what you were aiming for. <laughs> first week we're able to record in person again. Mm-hmm. Tim and Tom smoke weed on Patreon. Yes. yes. And then after that, we're going to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe both. I mean, I was thinking about how uh, we hyped up uh, Tim and Tom Get High uh, weeks ago and did not coordinate it to land on 420 Marijuana's Holiday, but overstuffed with content. And here's, here's the thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. Number one, we can't record tim and tom get high remotely yeah because i would not be able like i haven't smoked weed in 20 years tom. <laughs> like <laughs> i would not be able to like the i would not be able to set up the the equipment and yeah. and be sure that we were recording and i've only right? tried it as of a couple of weeks ago when it became legal so i'm still exactly. learning the ins and outs and then number two mm-hmm. um the glut of podcasters getting high content on yeah. 420. <laughs> 420. Yeah. Well, like, the funny All right, enough. We'll come in we'll come in when everybody's when everybody's done with that. 
Well, and the funny thing is, like, I I did see like a whole bunch of that on 420. I think it's also funny and just like real stupid that look Twitter. I gotta delete my Twitter account. It's mm-hmm. hell. Um, but like all the brands are tweeting on 420. But then, like, some of them are just, like, you know, they've got to be safe, so they're just, like, hinting at it. And it's like, well, just don't. I mean, same thing, you know, the other day, it was, like, every brand had to weigh in on on the trial that was going on. It's like, I don't care what Nike thinks about the outcome or Burger King or whatever. Like, you don't have to comment on everything. Uh, because that's, that's the, that's what I feel about posting in general. Like, yeah. Cause you're either a gonna brand, get it, a person like, yeah, you don't you're need to gonna win, get it wrong or you're going to sound so grandiose that people are going to be like, you know, what the, who do you think you are? Uh, Wendy's that you're, that you have some, you know, like 28 year old copywriter that somebody told that morning, like you got to write, uh, 240 characters about, you know, this, this major cultural moment (laughs) and it has to really resonate and also reflect on the Wendy's brand. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like the best way to be forgettable is to just not do anything at all. That's my motto. That's the way I've lived my life, and it's worked completely. Yeah, I mean, when big moments have happened, I've never been like, you know, Slim Jims is being uh, suspiciously quiet in this moment. (laughs) I want to know what they have to say about this. Uh, And the fact that they're not saying anything makes me think the worst. Nobody thinks that about any brand. Just shut up, brands. If you follow a brand, tell me when you got a new hamburger out. Tell me what's good about that new hamburger. And look, I'll try it out. I'll give it a try. I don't need to know your thoughts about everything else. Tom, this brings Mm -hmm. us to a great topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't planning on bringing this up. Yes. But uh, uh, tell me if you think this is a good idea or if you think (laughs) this might kill me. Mm. Now, keep in mind. Well, why is it either or? Something could be a good idea and kill you. I mean, do you think anything resulting in my death is a good idea? If it makes me rich, yeah, maybe. This isn't a money-making idea. This is just... Tom, it's 400 days until I turn 40. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I don't want to enter my 40s the way that you are. I know what you're going to say. Like, should I, for the next 400 days, just like work out like I've never worked out before? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Tom, you don't, after all these years, you don't even know me. It's very <laughs> depressing. Um, no, uh, what I want to do is kind of enter my 40s in the best shape that I'm I've ever been in, and that that wouldn't take a lot to, to for me to get in the best <laughs> shape I ever got. It I I could do five push ups a day, yeah, and then in a year I'd be like, well, I've never been this strong because I've yeah. never been strong at all. You and you've also talked about this for like a decade. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, this time I'm going to do it. <laughs> but anyway, the idea that I want to do has it's, it's the 180 from this. Get in the Tom, worst shape have, of your life. I haven't eaten meat since Uh 2016 yeah and since then they've introduced all these 
new chicken sandwiches. <laughs> They've introduced this fresh beef uh, quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. yeah, years ago now. Yeah. They've introduced so many innovative new meat products mm-hmm. that I really want to take like a two-week, probably a month sabbatical uh-huh. from vegetarianism yeah. just to like every few days try one of the new things like mm-hmm. it's killing me that i have no opinion on the popeye's chicken sandwich that's <laughs> that's insane like everybody's been talking about it and i love garbage food yeah like i should be able to get in on this um so on the one hand i want to do this right because mm-hmm. like look it i i became a vegetarian for for a number of reasons whatever but like you lost a the bet I lost a bet, and um, Tom, if I lost a bet, I wouldn't stick to it for four <laughs> yeah, plus years. You've lost so many bets to me that you've never paid out on. I think I owe you like seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim, it's all uh, collecting interest. I have an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> that every day just compound interest on that. Tom, I would be worried if I thought you had the ability to make a spreadsheet, but you know what. It was only like a few years ago that I learned spreadsheets could do anything other than just be grids. Yeah, um, you were just like, oh, it's boxes. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, sometimes you just want to put things in boxes. That makes sense. Um, and then I learned they could do other things. There, I mean, honestly, it's pretty cool. I can't wrap my head around. I can do some basic spreadsheet stuff. Like, all right, tabulate this column and divide it by this other column or whatever, but that's about as far as I go. Hmm. Well, anyway, and I'm not, I'm never going to pay you any money for anything. Um, <laughs> do you think it would be a terrible idea to be like, okay, four weeks, mm-hmm. three times a week. I mean, mm. 12 of these. That's a lot. I mean, that would be a lot. Even if you normally, I would say once a week. I know, but then, like, then I really have to make some tough decisions. What are the four things that I'm going to eat? What do you mean four? Why does that have to be four? Because it's once a week. I'm not going to do this for more than a month. I, I'm oh, going to take at most see. a month sabbatical from I vegetarianism. Mean, I would say, look, if you're if you're a vegetarian for ethical reasons, the the timeline doesn't really matter. So I would say not to do it. Uh, over a very short period of time because I think it will make you very sick. I would say stretch it out. Still eat the same number of sandwiches, but be like, all right, I'm going to do it over three months instead of one month. But if I'm if I'm going to get sick... <laughs> if you're going to... Look, if you have like a fast food sandwich and the first one makes you sick, you're not going to try the rest of them. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. I have this one specific <laughs> I don't know, tub I'm of... I pretty a- stupid... <laughs> Tom, I have this one specific delicious tub of ice cream in my in my freezer. Uh-huh. And every time I get it, every time I eat it, I get horrible diarrhea. Like in <laughs> in that like it's like, oh dear. I'm sitting on the couch with my wife and I'm like oh dear. Turn up the TV. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Please make the TV as loud as it will go. Because I think you'll divorce <laughs> me if you not hear anything that comes out. And I haven't thrown out this tub of ice. It's still there, and yeah. I've gone to it three times. 
maybe you are stupid enough then. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I underestimated how stupid you are. <laughs> um, You're um, forgiven for for doing that because I look very smart. I wear glasses. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm wearing a button-up shirt. Right. Um, you I'm you very you have good one at of the, doing the Urkel. You have one of those uh, wigs that uh, uh, judges in England wear. Yeah, barristers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Th- think well so through nothing other than sloth i've become mostly vegetarian uh Mm -hmm. because my girlfriend is vegetarian and you're a coward you won't stand up to her (laughs) no it's just like i've you know when we're making dinner i'm not gonna be like all right and now i'm gonna make dinner on the man's grill or whatever yeah like it's like because I'm, I've never been. I don't know. I've, I guess I've never been like a crazy big meat eater to begin with. I mean, you kind of have been. Yeah, but just through like because that's what was easiest. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I'll just take the path of least resistance whenever it's presented to me. So, in this case, it's like, well, do I want to make two dinners? Uh, or ask her to make two dinners or the two of us make two dinners together or do I just want to make one dinner and it's fine Uh, and also I should be eating more vegetables and everything anyway so this is a good way to for not even force myself it's like I'm going to have to go through hoops to not eat healthier Um, but uh, not all the time but uh, probably like half the time when we get takeout, if it's not something we're going to like, if we're ordering Chinese food, we'll order a bunch of stuff to split. So that will be vegetarian. But if we're ordering like Chipotle and I'm like, all right, let me get, you know, a chicken burrito. So I really only eat meat when we're out, which we're never out right now, <laughs> or mm-hmm. if we're ordering deliveries. So I eat meat like once every week or two. However, this weekend, I had a surprise birthday party and because it was like, you know, my big day, I ordered a steak and I you went to the Outback Steakhouse. Oh, God, I wish if they had asked me, that's 100 percent where I would have said we should go. And it would have been so it's much cheaper. Up it's your 40th birthday. Nobody <laughs> asked you. I know. Let's go to the Outback. Where uh, did you go? Oh, I, I know like, where you went. I like to support local businesses, Tim. So I'd like to support the Outback in these trying times. Um, no, I went, you know, it, we were at a good place and I ordered, uh, a Sizzler. steak you know, <laughs> again. I wish, <laughs> um, although nowadays I don't wish with the Sizzler because there's no way they would have that salad bar open. The, the, you know, uh, make your own yeah. salads in, uh, in these times, but, uh, you know, with cryptocurrency and whatnot, but, um, the, I, understand. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. Well, I'm just talking about these times, Tim. Um, but I ordered a steak at this restaurant. I was like, you know, let me get a nice steak. And it was delicious. I was sick for a day and a half. Um, just, you know, I'll, uh, just not feeling right in my tummy. Uh, I'll leave it at that. And um, you had uh, diarrhea. Yeah. You know, Tim, that's like uh, saying uh, 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 Babe Ruth was a good batter. 
<laughs> that's what saying that's like. Um, is Tom, it I'll understatement? Tell you mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like uh, diarrhea is productive? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Whenever I talk about diarrhea on the show, I get chastised by you uh, relentlessly. But when you yeah, want to talk about diarrhea, I'm about, oh, I'm it's, about oh the sky's the limit. Like I feel like when I was eating this uh, this ice cream, my <laughs> stomach felt bad, but it felt like a cleansing experience. Oh yeah, sometimes it does feel like by the time you're done, that you're like, well, that's everything. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like, oh, well, this got some stuff that might have been hanging around for <laughs> right, too a long. long time out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything stays in my colon all that long, but, you know, I guess uh, I'll see eventually. I think I'm What's supposed your fiber to... intake like? You're, uh, you're an old man now. I have a lot of fiber, actually, because uh, I drink like a shake every day for breakfast slash lunch. Slim Fast? The Tommy Lasorda? No, no. Uh, look, I don't, I don't want to give him a plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a Reddit thing. Yeah, but it's uh, like it's a new... something you heard about on Joe Rogan. <laughs> but it's like a nutritional thing. Uh, yeah. and it's and I love it. Uh, to be honest, but uh, it it has and that's one of the things it has a ton of fiber. Yeah, I've been thinking about maybe uh, uh, going for the Metamucil. Many, look, I, I've i talked about it on this show that that's what I was recommended by a gastroenterologist. Entonologist? Yeah. How do you say it? Gastroenterologist. Instead of that, we should say gastrodoc, like when we say yeah. gastropub. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she told me, and she was like, look. Hey, it's that's like, what she said. She was like, this is like 90% of my job is telling people go to CVS and buy Metamucil. It doesn't taste bad. You have to drink it quick because it turns into like, uh, it like starts to harden into it like a gel. You know what I take every day, Tom? That I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not afraid to say the name of it because I'm lukewarm on it. It's uh, Athletic Greens. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Athletic Greens. Yeah, yeah. It's like another powder. Yeah, and it's just like, I, I feel like, I don't know, doing the research, it's like, I think I can get all that from a multivitamin. Yeah, probably. Eh, I mean, that's probably like a better way to get it because it's already like, you know, chopped to smithereens, but... Uh, yeah. Look, who knows about anything? I found out, oh, I meant to mention this, uh, for for long-time listener. Look, we'll talk about the book soon. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, I, I don't have much on the book this week, to be honest. <laughs> um, long-time listeners. Tim, it's been uh, a long time that listeners have uh, told me, based on stories I've told on the show, that I might have uh, celiac disease, and I should look into that. Well, I finally mentioned it to a doctor, and they were like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get that in your blood test when we're... Uh, you know, looking at your blood. I talked about getting a blood test last week, I think. Did I? Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because uh, I remember thinking about that, how it's like, it's weird that I don't get this blood back that they're mean? taking. Like, they're taking the blood and they're going to test it, but then they're not going to give it back to me. Why would they give it back? There's so much, there's so much chance that something well, happened to that blood. 
Well, but that's the crazy thing, because if you think about it, where it's like, well, I don't want that blood back. That blood's garbage. But if they had all my blood, I would pay any price for it back. Yeah, so what? I'm thinking, look, I'm thinking about starting like a new riddle about that. What? What in one vial? <laughs> a new riddle. Okay. No, what, no, in, what in one vial is worthless, but in a thousand vials is 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 vile. I think vile what is if, a tip what, up there. What in one container is worthless, but in a thousand containers is priceless. Blood. Your blood. <laughs> yep, you got it. Your own blood. A new riddle, everybody. It's <laughs> a good new riddle. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad riddle. I, Tom, I got to hand it to you. That's a, it's not a bad riddle. All right. Well, try it on, I don't know, the next person that tries to cross your bridge or something, <laughs> I guess, for everybody out there and see if they can solve it before you let them Tom, do it. I had to get blood drawn recently. Mm-hmm. And they did, they got blood out of my left arm. Mm-hmm. Call me left Lisa Left Arm Lopez. <laughs> uh, um, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we had to run other tests." Yeah. Um, we need to take more blood. Let's try your right arm. Yeah. And then they like, I don't know, couldn't find a vein or something, but they put yeah. a needle in me. Mm-hmm. Well, they put a needle in you regardless. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, "Oh, back to the left arm," and then they put a needle in that arm, and then. They were like, okay, we got the blood. You can go. And then I went home and I had two, uh, both arms just oh, huge bruise? fucking bruises. Yeah, that happens. It, that it sounds sucks. like you need iron, maybe. Is that what I need? I need iron? Uh, is, is it because maybe I should eat all this fast food meat? <laughs> That'll yeah. at least give me some iron, right? I mean, if they just completely fucked it up, it's going to bruise you up no matter what. But that could also uh, indicate she an iron deficiency. She pretty competent. Well, if she couldn't find a vein, that doesn't sound too... She was just poking. That well, I would sound... collapse a lot of them from my uh, other injections. <laughs> anyway, Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I was going to say uh, my results for celiac disease were inconclusive. So now... Uh, to get to the bottom of this, they're either going to have to stick a camera up my butt or down my throat, and I don't know which is worse. Are you going to do it? Uh, as long as I don't have to pay for it, I'll do it. Yeah. To see if my insanely, my insurance that I pay $10,000 a year will cover a potentially life-altering test for me. Yeah. It'll be altering, you're saying, if the camera gets stuck in there <laughs> yeah and then it's like oh boy it's like i'm on the truman show 24 7 presumably they keep the camera plugged in the whole time nobody would watch that though well the doctor would have to just trying to get the <laughs> no, camera the doctor, back a doctor doesn't have to do anything they don't want to do that's true uh but yeah uh i guess we'll see uh, but yeah, if it's at this point, if I can be reassured that something will be paid for, I'll do anything because I've yeah. just, I've had so many routine, what I assume routine things, uh, you know, taking care of or whatever. And it's like, well, no, our insurance, your, your insanely expensive insurance, of course, doesn't cover that. 
You ever heard of that prostate exam, Tom? No, but uh, that's what I hear. Well, they can do I... it with a blood test now. Oh, well, what if I want it done the old-fashioned way? I mean, I've had it done the old-fashioned way. You have? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like the freaking, when everybody was uh, freaking out about the COVID test, where it's like, oh, yeah, they yeah. poke your brain with it. Yeah, it's, like, that it's just like, it's very quick. It's two seconds. Grow up, everybody. Just yeah. fucking deal with it. Like, whatever. Somebody touches a party for a couple seconds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It could save uh, your fucking life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Grow up. Uh, if I, but I was thinking about how, like, when uh, uh, former President George W. Bush had to get his done, he transferred power temporarily to Cheney. No, that um, was that was different. <laughs> that wasn't what? just because the doctor put his finger in his butt for no, it was two the, seconds. Oh, yeah, it was, he got a colonoscopy. Yeah. Well, that's what I would have to get done, Tim. So I'd have to transfer power to you. Okay. During during what that, that time, I I don't know. You'd have power of attorney if anything went wrong. You could uh, have them euthanize me. I guess maybe your girlfriend make me a nice vegetarian meal. And she might if you threatened to otherwise pull the plug on me. <laughs> she might. She might not. It's a uh, depends on the day. Tom, um, honest question: Does your girlfriend like me? She does. She likes you a lot. You sure? She listens to this show. She's probably listening right now. Okay, but she can't hear my part. No, she's not listening like with a with a, a cup against the door. <laughs> oh, she no, listens she's... to books, the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> she uh, she was very uh, I don't know if "impress" is the right word, but like. Uh, delighted perhaps uh the first time she like hung out with a bunch of uh my friends to learn that somehow all my friends are vegetarian because she as i mentioned earlier she's vegetarian she's like this is great and then whenever her family's like doesn't tom resent you for not letting him eat meat she's like all of his friends are vegetarians so he gets it he's never allowed to have what he wants that was weird. We figured that out at my birthday party in 2019, right? When yeah. you first kind of brought her around the big yes, group. yeah. And we were ordering pizzas to a bar, and we we're like, what toppings? And everybody's like, anything that's not meat. Yeah, and I'm like, pepperoni. <laughs> pepperoni, and we all... meatballs, and sausage, please. And ham. And like... Get them, everybody! Get them! But then you got that—you got two two pies to yourself, and you ate it. Yeah. So, and I left everybody alone for the rest of the night. So it was a win-win. Tom, a wrinkle in time. Hmm. Do you remember where we left off last week? They found uh, the protagonist's dad. Wow. Yeah. Meg. Yeah. They've. Um, They've surprised that you remember that. But I think we didn't we didn't learn what happened, like where he'd been and all that. That yeah. was like the cliffhanger. So they're on that other planet, right? Well, is it another planet or like another reality? It's another planet. Okay. Like they very they very specifically, and I probably didn't explain it very mm. well. But they very specifically say they're like 
you know, out of our solar system and in other. They went through like a wormhole to get there. No, they tessered. Oh, tesseract. So, yeah, yeah. Bended, bended space to get there, which exactly. is kind of what a wormhole does too. It's yeah, fine. But look, I'm not a scientist, Tom. Well, I am I'm just a and, man reading you know, a children's words matter. book. <laughs> um, I'm just a man reading a children's book for a paid podcast. <laughs> Who's the real fool here? <laughs> Tis not me. Um, hold on, I have to have another sip of my canned wine. You know what? You poured your. Did you pour your canned wine into a glass? Because yeah. I told you when no, you were like, "It's no. white wine." I was like, "You don't know that." No, no, I, I, I always drink wine out of a glass. It grounds me. Um. Grounds me. What? <laughs> what does that mean? It grounds me. Otherwise, I think I'm uh, on top of the world. That I'm above everyone. But drinking out of a regular glass, you know, it reminds me of my roots. That I'm just the same as anyone else. No, it just makes it makes me feel like drinking wine out of a glass feels right, and I'm gonna do it. More power to you. Centers me. Mm. Does that does that does that uh, pass yeah. muster? Yeah, sure. Um. So okay. So there's Meg. Mm-hmm. There's Charles Stewie. Wallace. Yeah, who is Stewie? George Wallace. <laughs> Charles Wallace is a baby who could talk really well. He's like five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Calvin, who's like the cool kid. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna say he's Chris, but Chris isn't cool. Um. Chris is oh, name? I was gonna say he's uh, the the brother. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he's got a stuffed tiger that he thinks is alive. Yeah, uh, but then that please, would be mi- mixing don't. up cartoons. Don't don't mix. Uh, don't put uh, Family Guy and Calvin Hobbs <laughs> on the same level, please. Yo, imagine if they crossed over. I mean, it was bad enough. Like the Simpsons thing was. Yeah, this was bad enough, man. Who, who? Uh, you know what? Can I can I say something controversial here? <laughs> sure. The Simpsons. Uh huh. Pull the plug already. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's. I don't know if it's neat anymore that like they've gone so long that it's like cool. You proved how long you can go. It's fine. Like, pull the plug just so people can, like, be like, here's this complete thing, and it's good. But, I mean, they're they're past that now, of course, but... But, like, it's so funny to me that, like, uh, Disney Plus is like, we've got all 32 seasons of The Simpsons. And it's like, yeah, all right, but season the only ones that anybody wants to watch are seasons three through eight. Yeah, it's, it's like, also cool. It's cool that you have twenty five additional seasons, but uh, nobody wants those shits. Yeah, I was gonna say, I wonder if anybody at uh, Fox now Disney has done the math on like, oh, if we had ended The Simpsons twenty five years ago, now we could do a revival and and put merchandise back in stores, and there would be. 
such nostalgia around it. Like that's a weird thing because Simpsons is something from our childhood, but like there's not real nostalgia around it because it never went away. Yeah, and it sucks. Like yeah. the only the only merch that I want from it is the unlicensed merch. Exactly. That, like, yeah, from like, like the early nineties. Yeah, and like referencing this like I bought a T shirt that is like Kirk Van Houten's demo tape of Can I Borrow mm-hmm. a Feeling? Yeah. It's a bootleg because like it's from an episode that I like from season seven or eight, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not making that merch. Like they're making yeah. like hey, Homer Simpson likes donuts. <laughs> right. Yeah, they they've had to become such like broad characters. Yeah. Uh and you know, the characters have gotten away from what they were in so many ways. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it in years and years, but it's, there's always it's, like, in fairness, there's usually one every episode. There is like a good joke, at least one good joke. Tom, but, you have my Hulu password. Uh huh. Watch one of the new. Oh, okay, episodes. well, yeah, maybe. There, if, yeah, there, like I'll watch anything. I'm I'm not a <laughs> discerning viewer. Yeah, you're very um, thick. Sometimes, like. I cannot make it through an episode of The Simpsons. Mm. Like, I don't know, post-season 11. Like, yeah, they're just... it's a weird thing that they're... That, like, it, you know, it seems like they're running up the scoreboard for bragging rights now of, like, how many seasons there are. And but lots and lots of money. Yeah, right. But it's... Weird just because it. I think at this point, everybody's realized, oh, this isn't an infinitely renewable idea. You, you've you done all the ideas. And yeah. there there's no more ideas, and that's fine. End it. <laughs> and do, yeah, I mean, well, around, you know, at the, at, during part of the Simpsons run, Futurama aired, and Futurama was a Matt Groening thing that was, uh, like similar sense of humor, but a way different show. Eh, do that. I mean, they they have like a Netflix thing that I ha- heard isn't that good, but yeah, it's not that good. Um, I mean, I've only watched that. It's it's like more of a fantasy thing, so it's not yeah. really my wheelhouse. But, right? Um, yeah, me too. Look, That's why I haven't checked it out. Look, here's the thing. I'm fine. Everybody, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are they they claim discovering the simpsons now and love the new set like that's fine but mm. i don't know let me like i feel like i'm getting robbed of the boomeresque nostalgia <laughs> like you yeah. were saying before it's just like man it should be coming back around they should be selling me the blu-ray right. extra special super edition yeah remastering season five and- right now and instead they're just like no, don't you want to watch ep- uh, season 29 where Lisa meets Lady Gaga? And it's like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't I don't have anything against you making it, but it's not relevant to me. Anyway, uh, the, <laughs> Meg's dad is in the, the this column, and he's um, trapped there. Um, and uh, Meg can't get to him because... Mm-hmm. She can't move the atoms out of the way. Makes sense. 
but she finds her way in mm-hmm. um, by putting on. Do you remember Mrs. Who? Yeah. She. Do you remember? I might not have told you this. She gave her her glasses. And was I like, think you did tell PM. me that. Yeah. She puts on the glasses. She can get into the the column, mm-hmm. and her dad's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here, but I can't see you. How will I ever see you?" Guess how he sees her with the glasses. Yeah, he puts on the glasses. Um, and she's like, "I just got to tell you, George Wallace, Charles Wallace is out there. <laughs> George Wallace is out there, and you're not gonna like him." Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Well, this Charles Wallace is kind of George Wallace esque here, but she's like, uh, Charles Wallace has been taken over by it, which is like kind of this malevolent force here. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. That's not really your son, so don't be, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and they get out. You <laughs> don't be, glasses don't be a dick about it, all right? He's not really your son. No, don't be alarmed. Yeah. Um, and basically, they're like, okay, um, now the dad's out. And Charles' like, okay, let's go. Let's go out. Uh, let's go outside. And so they leave. And Char- they have to stay with Charles because, like, he's kind of like, yeah, know, he's in a little charge. Kid. Yeah. Yeah, but also no, Charles is in he, charge. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the song <laughs> of our days and our nights. Like and the song. Our nights. Like the song, Tim. It was a, a theme song for a TV show. You mean like the TV show? No, I don't I don't I don't remember the TV show. Basically, they they feel like it's uh uh dangerous there. Yeah. Um and and it is kind of calling to all of them and Meg mm-hmm. is like oh no I'm go- it's going to get into my brain the way the same way that did right. into Charles Wallace so she um starts uh shouting at the declaration of independence the mm-hmm. periodic table um uh, the square J- roots just and to keep stuff. her brain going exactly so it can't mm-hmm. infiltrate um and Calvin is like, this isn't working. We got to get out of here. And so they tesser. Mm-hmm. Um, and Calvin's like, let's get out of here. And uh, they all, Calvin, Mr. Murray, the dad, and yeah. Meg mm-hmm. start tessering. And they leave Charles there. Yeah. And that's the end of that chapter. Okay. Um, the chapter, That chapter was called It. Mm. But not like the clown. It said that in parenthetical underneath, but not like the clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because that came out like thirty years before. Yeah, but it they came probably out. knew. Did they yeah. also say uh, it's also not like this? Isn't the same it from the Faith No More song epic, where he what asks, is "What is it?" I think it might be the same it, though. Oh, it could be. So maybe it would say that. This could be the same it that Mike Patton was talking about. Yeah, but like... But we don't know. That song hasn't been recorded yet. Yeah, and go on Genius.com and see what the deal is. (laughs) Right. Um, So Meg loses consciousness as they test her Mm because they have to go through the, 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 the dark cloud that right it's troublesome yeah exactly um and she wakes up and but she can't like feel her body she can't talk um 
but like Calvin and her dad are like, oh, do you think she's dead? Oh no, I feel a pulse. She's alive. So <laughs> Should we start burying her? <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, the dad is talking to Calvin, and he's like, "Look, I I didn't mean to go to the Camisots, which was the was the the planet, planet they were on." Mm. And now and this is like, the dad from Major Dad. <laughs> I wish it was the dad from Major Dad. <laughs> um, no, it's Meg's dad. Who remember mm. he was like a a, right, a renowned yes. scientist. Mm-hmm. They were trying to go to Mars. Mm. Well, it sounds like they they it found it was an even more scientific discovery to go to a planet in a different solar system. Yeah, but he did it by accident. So anyway, <laughs> so it he's doesn't like, count. He was like, I don't know how long I was in prison there. Mm-hmm. Like, could have been yeah. a day, could have been a hundred years. But he's like, they took over my mind, and I was just about to give in, and then you mm-hmm. guys showed up. Good timing. Um, yeah. Um, and Meg is like, she's, you know, she can't move at all. They think she might be dead and she's mm-hmm. like trying to move. And then she like, uh, finally is like, like makes a little mm-hmm. bit of a noise and they're like, out, oh, cool, she's alive. Butt. And uh, no, it's out of her throat. Okay. Um, and then, uh, she, she like gets, the ability to speak back and then she's like hey where's charles wallace we were supposed to like not leave him that was the thing mm-hmm. yeah they were like well we had to get out of here we had we had to get out of there it's very dangerous um so we had and, to uh, just ditch the little boy that was with us well he was possessed by the evil yeah but get him unpossessed don't just ditch him well, they 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 had every intention of going back, basically, because they they talk about God a lot. And they're mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, God is happening, whatever." Um, <laughs> whatever. They try to. They try. She still. Meg still can't move. Right. Yeah. Um. And then these these uh, creatures come towards them. Mm, never a good sign. They all have forearms. Uh, yeah, um, well, I mean, me and you have four arms. That's not that unusual. No, no, no. F O U R four, ah. not two arms. We have two arms. They have four well, arms. I, well, to be fair, Tim, the two of us have four arms. When yeah. you add it up, that's, that's um, all I was talking about. What did you think I was talking about? <laughs> and, and they're they're weird. They're weird arms, and they uh. all have tentacles. And then uh, they're like, I think we can help. And when the, and they're all scared, but then when they touch Meg, Meg feels like, oh. A million bucks. I feel a calmness, and, and this feels good. So they take Meg, mm-hmm. um, and basically, uh, oh, they're also furry. Oh, all right. They're beasts, Tom. So they've got tentacle arms, furry tentacle arms. Furry chests, I guess. Yeah, furry tentacle uh, arms is gross because there's no animal on Earth that has uh, tentacles and fur that I'm aware. It is of. another planet, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, one of the beasts kind of like I don't know nurses her back to life, and uh, uh, Meg. Uh, sp- starts calling her Aunt Beast, or if you're from uh, Massachusetts, Aunt Beast. Yeah. 
Well, that's pretty. Uh, that that uh, creature would probably rather, you know, not have the name Beast than be referred to as uh, an aunt. She's she's very nice, and and Meg she must falls be asleep. if she, she if she up. puts up with that. She's rested. She's ready to go. Um. And then she explains kind of, uh, Aunt Beast explains the, the planet they live on. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we've been struggling against this dark thing as well. Mm. Um, and then uh, she takes her back to uh, her father and, mm-hmm. and Calvin. And they're like, uh, okay, cool. How are we going to, how are we going to get, uh, how are we going to get Charles Wallace back? Did you, did you summon the witches? Mrs. Who and what's yeah, it? Yeah, the, 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 yeah. The witch. And uh, they're like, no, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, no I did We got to go get Charles Wallace. And then suddenly they hear the voice of Mrs. Witch. <laughs> or, What's it? Mrs. Who's Witch. It? Mrs. Witch. And she comes back and then they're all there. And then uh, they're like, okay, you got to go back and save Charles Wallace. They're like how, and the the witches are like, we can't help you now. And why they even uh, bother showing up? I know it's it's all a whole bunch of hooey. <laughs> um, it turns out after a, a lot of conversation, it turns out Meg has to go alone back to the other planet mm-hmm. to get Charles Wallace. Mm-hmm. And um, Mrs. What's It can bring her through. Can test her with her, and she won't oh. almost die this time because Mrs. Watson is very powerful. Mm. So she goes back. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was Miss w- Mrs. Witch, not Mrs. Watson. Sorry. Thank, good thing you corrected that. She goes back to that big hill on Camasots that they mm-hmm. eventually that they originally went to, and then she heads over to where. It is, and she's like, "I'm going to mm. take him on fucking head on." Mm. Wow, she uses Wallace. the f word. Yeah, exactly. And Charles Wallace, <laughs> first and the only book, time so in this children's yeah. book, yeah. Charles Wallace is there. Sorry, and he's he's just kind of like completely taken over. He's like a zombie. Yeah. And Meg is like, "This is fucked up. I like this kid. This kid." Wow. Been, so like, the second f bomb. Yeah, well, she's thinking it. She says yeah. it the one time. She so then it, it doesn't count the second time. Yeah, and Charles was like, uh, "Look, guess what? All these witches are against you. They're tricking you." Remember when he tried to? Yeah. To... And basically, she figures out, "Oh, I know how to defeat this with mm-hmm. love. If I just uh, think about how much I love Charles Wallace yeah. and." I can defeat it with right. love. Uh-huh. So she just throws as much love as possible there. Yeah. And she can see it's working. So she's like, okay, I got to love him even more. I got to love, love, love. And he's running to her. And uh, finally they embrace and then they find themselves back on earth suddenly. Wow. In- you know... Some of that's one of my favorite things when a story ends and they defeat the villain with love. That's mm-hmm. one of the most satisfying ways. Yeah. 
and uh, they're all back, including uh. the dad. And the mom comes out. It's a it's a it's a lovely reunion. It was great. And then uh, Miss Mrs. Witch, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Who's It, whatever fucking Mrs. What's What's face mm-hmm. comes, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we're busy with a new mission, but uh, mm. glad to have you back on Earth, and we 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 love you all." And then everybody's happy. And then that's it? Yeah. That seems like an abrupt wrapping up by just having love solve all the problems. Yeah, it's also a kid's book. And like mm. I was doing some more reading. Um, I, I would hope to. so. But um, You weren't just does... reciting something from uh, Cliff's Notes to me, were you? It might be. Uh, I mean, Spark I was notes? using Spark Notes as a guide. <laughs> mm. But I did. Uh, Read it. Yeah. That wasn't a very convincing yeah. So you were doing more reading about the book is what you're saying. Beyond yeah, just the reading of the book. I think it was Anna Quindlin who wrote a thing about how like, look, it's very from, clear. Uh, that... From uh, My Girl? <laughs> no, the, the, the famous author. Um, What's her name? Anna Quindlin. I don't think yeah, I don't think you're pronouncing it right. The the girl from my girl's names. Um uh, Anna Klumsky, you're yes. thinking of? Actually I was thinking of Anna Paquin, who's not the girl from My Girl. No. The girl from The Pianist. Yes. And Interview with a Vampire? Is that her? No, that's Kiki. No, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh no, it's not it's the piano, not the pianist. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. The Two pianist, different movies. Yeah, I'm thinking of Adrian Brody. Yeah, and uh Roman Polanski, who um you're a big Whatever fan of. Whatever happened to him? I mean uh, you you know. Not much if you're in France. That's crazy. Yeah, you can just go to France. Yeah, I mean, he fucking admitted to it. Yeah, and also, like, France is our good ally. Yeah. I've been to France. When I was in France, I should have looked up Roman Polanski and just punched (laughs) him in the nose. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, that, that's, I don't understand what. Let's make it a thing. If we get a thousand patrons, Tom, (laughs) patrons, tell your friends, if we reach a thousand we're going to go to France. We're going to find Roman Polanski, and we're going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. has... Uh, I presume the U.S. has uh, sent Gerard Depardieu back to France to face repercussions uh, dozens, if not hundreds of times. Gerard Depardieu has left France. He's he's denounced France. Oh yeah, because they upped their taxes for yeah. uh, uh, millionaires, and he was yeah, like, "He's a Fuck big you. piece of shit." Yeah, yeah, he really is. Remember the time he peed on a plane? Yeah, just like in like somebody's lap or something. Well, it was it was not in the bathroom, which is the, the important thing, and. Uh, uh, I read something recently where it was like an interview he did after. And he was like, this was blown out of proportion. It made it sound like I just peed all over the place. I peed in a cup 
in in first yeah, class. In a plane, in a plane, that that smell's gonna travel. Yeah, and and also, I'm sure he had to pee because he had been drinking like a uh, like a Gerard Depardieu on that plane. Yeah, <laughs> and just couldn't wait five more minutes for the bathroom. But if let, let's say this, Tom, mm-hmm. let's say you and I. 1,000 Patreon, we'll punch Roman Polanski in the face. We'll, we'll beat him as much as we can with enough, <laughs> with enough time to get back on a plane. And then we'll get back to the U.S. What are they going to extradite us to fucking yeah. oh, France yeah. for assault? And then it can be, well, and then, know, oh, what's we the worst We can't ever go to France here? again? Oh, sorry. We'll never yeah. go to France again. Tim, they... might, this might start World War Three. But you know what? If it does, so be it. If it gets us to a thousand patrons on Patreon, then it's all worth it. World War Three will be started by a podcaster, like Probably. the actions of a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a civil war was almost started by the actions <laughs> of podcasters. So as podcasters get more and more popular, it's inevitable. Um, yeah, it is uh, just a crazy thing that uh, that he can't be extradited. So, <laughs> anyway, what brought up this uh, depressing subject? Um, Anna Quindlin. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Basically, her thing is like this: this book taught her how um, to uh, be to embrace. The things about her mm-hmm. that she was previously ashamed of, and I think mm. that's kind of uh, Meg's journey for to like uh, embracing her quote unquote faults, right? Yeah. Um, and then I guess it's uh, also that you know where everybody's bouncing the balls in unison. You remember that part? Yes. That yeah. was uh, that was this came out that in nineteen sixty two. Mm-hmm. No, this came out in 1962, so that was the, the whole, like, uh, communism wants yeah. everybody to be the same. It's an anti-communist book, which is like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. But. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's interesting, you know, hearing about the book just because I think it's in a weird situation where it's it seems like it's thoroughly a book written for children, but it's taking on some some big ideas culturally like like communism but also mm-hmm. the um sci-fi elements are uh like pretty good like those those are interesting uh ideas so it's it, it's a little tough to kind of tell who well, I guess it's not tough. It, this is a book for kids, but it's like, oh, a kid's book can still have like some engaging science fiction elements. You know, it doesn't have to just be like completely. I mean, obviously, this is made up, but like, you know, you don't have to. Are you sure? Well, I'm just saying like kids sci fi frequently falls more in the realm of fantasy where it's like, no, there's just like, we're just going to have things and like kids don't know science. So we don't have to have things be scientifically accurate in any way. Uh, whereas this seems like not, you know, it's not necessarily scientifically accurate, but it's, 
taking some ideas about how space and time work and uh, putting it into a kid's book. Right. Like there are plenty of adult sci-fi books that these explanations for, for Tesseract and, and how space time works would, would, you know, pass mustard. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) you, you read Jurassic park and there's, pages and pages about chaos theory and you're like yeah okay fine there's a couple of diagrams in this book that are helpful Mm -hmm. but like uh it's also like all right you you know what you need to know to move the story along yeah let's not let's not get too bogged down in this exactly um i have to say i enjoyed the book Mm -hmm. um i just felt like you know what my my problem is i felt like it moved too fast Ah. and they set up a really big bad mm. and it was unclear whether or not they defeated the big bad. <laughs> I don't think they did. Right. I thought it yeah. was like, Oh, there's this dark cloud. Uh, the, yeah, descending this, this upon is the what universe. imprisoned her dad. And yeah. And it was like, Oh, they got her baby brother back and they went back home and they got her dad. But it's yeah. like, w- what is it, the status of the universe and the evil? And is it kind of just like, I, I would understand if it was just like, no, the the battle between good and evil mm. will will rage. Wage on. Yeah, forever. Yeah. But like they also didn't kind of mention it. They were like, oh, everything's fine now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, you know, that's kind of how that first uh, Harry Potter book ends. Where it's like, oh, he maybe defeated Voldemort, but maybe not. Like, you know, evil's still out there, and you're just and we'll like, see what you guys thought about this, and maybe there'll be uh, well, yeah, several exactly. more, and I could become a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, it kind of makes sense when you're writing a first book in a series uh, like this. So you kind of have to hedge your bets of like. I can't end this. You can't end the first book on a big cliffhanger. Uh, you can end it on like a tease for what's to come, but you can't end it on a cliffhanger because what if, uh, you know, there's never another book, then these kids are going to live the rest of their lives unsatisfied, not knowing how the story ended. Hmm. That's my opinion. Well... I don't know. I don't think kids know anything. Yeah, that sounds like something you would say. Something That's you would true. think. <laughs> Tim, before we wrap up, uh, I did want to uh, formally announce the winner of the Squeak of the Week. Oh, yes, of course. And and give credit where credit's due. Uh, Patreon listener Nikki Phillips uh solve the squeak of the week uh through the help of her boyfriend uh Brett McAdams the squeak of the week and look i could have gotten a better sample of the squeak so i don't fault anyone for their misinterpretations of the squeak um because a lot of people thought it was a train or a bus because you could hear a bus or a train in in the audio some people thought it was a bird. A lot of people thought it was a bird. A lot of people were telling me it was a bird. Yeah, uh, a lot of it. I was convinced it was a bird for a minute. Yeah. Well, it wasn't either of those things. Well, and to be fair, I haven't, I can't completely verify this, but the explanation given to me 
uh, made a lot of sense. I don't have it in front of me, so I can't remember the exact uh, terminology, but it was something along the lines of a uh, elevator vent that is on the top of buildings to adjust the pressure within the elevator shaft. Um, and obviously it has to be closed. So like, you know, water and stuff doesn't get in there. And if like the pressure's too, uh, low in there, I guess maybe, I don't look, who knows how pressure works, but it opens to, you know, it's not like a mechanized thing. It's, it's not motorized. It's just acting based on the pressure in the elevator shaft and it will open or close as needed to keep the pressure normal. Which makes sense if you think about if they didn't have something like that, you know, like an elevator could be like a straw. It could just keep sucking air down and then all of a sudden uh, somebody gets sucked into an elevator shaft or it could not be able to get all the way to the top because there's too much pressure. This relieves the pressure. It makes 100% sense as far as the sound goes. It sounds like it's on a roof to me. And that explains why it happens completely randomly, day and night. So congratulations to Nikki and Brett. Uh, And I did send them prizes. Yeah, Tom, do you know who George W. Bush voted for in the 2020 election? Who? Take a guess. H.W. Bush? George George H.W. Bush was dead. Oh, I see. Yeah. Remained dead to mm-hmm. this day. Did George W. Bush vote for himself in the election? He did not. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's not that vain. Dick he Cheney. Can't... He wrote Close. in Dick Cheney. Close. He wrote in fucking Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows her. He would have to know she probably doesn't want to be president. Uh, and also... She knows it, said Bush. But she told me she would refuse to accept the office. Well, she probably also said, well, I think you're literally the only person in the country that wrote in my name. So I don't think I'll really have to think about it all that much. Yeah. Well, Tim. Yeah. Well, I told you, as always, I wrote in uh, Donald Duck. You know what? George W. Bush would be fucking so All right. We'll see you next week.